This is a Sandy Boy Productions podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'll Have Another Podcast with Lindsay Hine. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I'm super grateful that you are here with us today. Today, I want to tell you about the Donna Foundation's AARP Donna Mother's Day Your Way event. This is a new Donna signature event lineup. Mother's Day Your Way invites everyone to finish breast cancer virtually in honor of moms in your own way. So you can swim, you can bike, you can run, you can do yoga or Pilates, whatever it is you want to do. And when you register, you are directly supporting the Donna Foundation, which is a foundation I have been partnered with for four years now that I care so deeply about. Go to mdyw.breastcancermarathon.com to get registered for this awesome event. Today you're listening to episode 311 and I'm talking with Alicia Williams, one of three athletes that have been named athletes for the new organization that Alicia Montano founded called And Mother. Alicia is the mother of one very adorable daughter who is three. She is a Baylor alumni. She's a two-time Big 12 champion and All-American and right now, she is running pro for Caden Shea and And Mother. If you want to hear more about And Mother, make sure you check out my episode I did with Alicia Montano, Steph Bruce, and Sarah Vaughn. That was for the Donna Foundation. We did a mother panel over there, and Alicia shared a little bit about And Mother in that episode. That was episode 302 of this podcast. But And Mother is dedicated to breaking the barriers that limit a woman's choice to pursue and thrive in both career and motherhood. And they have three mom athletes that they are kicking off the organization supporting. Alicia Williams, who is on the show today, Don Harper Nelson, and Sarah Vaughn. I am super excited to share this conversation with you all. And if you are a parent yourself, make sure you check out my parenting podcast. It's called Why Is Everyone Yelling? A phrase I often hear myself say in this house. And we cover all sorts of different parenting related topics over there. It is a super welcoming, open arms environment, no judgment zone. And we would love to have you join us. Again, that's called Why Is Everyone Yelling? And it's part of the Sandy Boy Productions podcast network. All right, friends, enjoy my conversation with Alicia Williams. All right, well, today on the podcast, we have Alicia Williams on the show. Welcome to the show, Alicia. Thanks for having me, Lindsay. I appreciate it. Uh, Congratulations on your new partnership with And Mother and Kate and Shay. How excited are you? I'm really excited. It was a blessing because I didn't know that um, there was a brand or there was a sponsorship or just anyone out there still looking that I'm working hard and just still trying to, you know, have my dreams come true. So it's a blessing to be a part of them and, you know, them supporting me. Yes. I am so excited to learn more about your story with both running, your goals for 2021, your motherhood journey. I know you went to Baylor and now you're still working with the Baylor coach. You were a two-time Big 12 champion at Baylor and an All-American, specializing in the 
800, the 4x4, the distance medley relay. Did you have dreams of running pro when you graduated? Yes. So um, I got lucky after 2016, the trials, I made it for the 800 meters. And I thought I was going to get out after um, just the prelims, but I made it to the semifinals. So right after I ran the semifinals, um, Brenda Martinez in New Balance spoke to um, Paul at the time, who was um, kind of an agent for me because he's my cousin's agent, Niali. So they were just helping me out and seeing if anyone wanted to train me after to go anywhere because I did want to go back to Baylor. But as soon as Brenda reached out and said, oh, we'd love to have her on the mountain, I said, yeah, I want to go train with Brenda because of how much of a hard worker she was and just, you know, all the accomplishments she's have done on the track. What was that experience like and what was the group like? You know, I haven't really, I've interviewed Brenda before, but I haven't really talked to many people that she trains with or anything. So I'm curious what that experience was like. It was really challenging. It's uh, the mountain is uh, it's a different place. It's it's not like, you know, everyone thinks you're on Big Bear Mountain and the resorts and, you know, the snow or just the fun. It's like you're there for one thing, honestly, to train and it's not much to do up there. So it did keep me focused. Mm. But at the same time, it was it was a new challenge. And she brought the best out of me. That group really did. And the coach Carlos Handler, they're great people. They really did show me what I can become all my potential if I just work really hard, you know, and just stay focused. So it was, it was nice. It's different. But at the same time, the discipline helped me so much to like, you know, just stay focused, you know, and learning from Brenda. It's nice to see her and how hard she works. Like no one will never know what she does unless you're there with her. And she works really hard. She does. Yeah. And she's kind of one, I feel like that you just don't, she doesn't put everything out there. Like you're not always seeing everything that Brenda's doing. Yeah, she's a mystery. Brenda's a mystery. Yeah, sure. like she shows up and you're like, oh, there's Brenda. What's Brenda gonna do? No, uh, I'll I'll keep her a mystery too. If you guys find out or figure out about her, but she's a sweetheart. She's I always call her my aunt or my big sister because the sky was the limit with her. She never kind of put like a glass ceiling on my talent or my hard work. She told me like, you know, you can do anything you want if you just work as hard as me. And she would also say like, my speed will kill. And she's a positive person and definitely not a hater. Definitely wants people to shine and to like, you know, come out of their shell or, you know, get past their comfort zone. And I really appreciate it. Just working with her. It was a blessing, honestly. One of my favorite things about this podcast is hearing stories like that of other people who have like paved the way before you, um, lifting you up and also speaking that like truth into you that you can do more than you ever realized you could. Yes. She's honestly helped me now because I also volunteer coach at Baylor and, you know, in track, you have that kind of individual mindset and it's just like you run a race and how are you doing the race or you go on the race, you compete. But I've just, I've learned from her with now Leah Miller who runs at Baylor. I always try to like pass down the things that Brenda installed on me. It told me for her to like become a better athlete or just a great athlete herself. And I feel it is working. So tell us about welcoming your daughter Gia into your life. Oh, oh Gia, man. <laughs> She's Gia so was a surprise. Everybody says that Gia is a surprise. She's baby Jack-Jack, I call her. Oh. Gia's, Gia's cool. She's, uh, she's definitely a blessing. She honestly just got my priorities in line. She, you know, she's on everything. She's my happiness. She's my excitement. 
she she just the motherhood is it's a different ball game like i respect all you mothers out there and i understand why all my mother men, mommy mentors are always so hard on me and worried about me and trying to keep me focused cuz now it's i'm responsible for a, another human being or a, a baby and i never understood you know the concept of it or just realized the hard work the time the love and the effort and support and you just want your children or you want your child to look up to you and like look back or see like your mother is your everything or I want to be like my mother I want to do what my mother did like just all positive things and great things so she's definitely keeping me focused and keeping my eyes on the prize for success most definitely so were you what about a year into working with Brenda's group when you got pregnant almost a year I only got six months with them okay October until April so it I didn't find out until around um, Easter that I was pregnant because I was still running and training and doing everything that I was doing. And, you know, so it was it was a shock because it was crazy. The day um, one day Brenda was supposed to pace me to break two minutes in the eight and we were ready. I was ready. Boris lost our roommate up there. They were all so excited. Carlos was texting me. And I was just throwing up. I couldn't uh, get out of bed. I just couldn't do nothing. And usually I was a punk on there and they knew my personality. And I was, like, <laughs> Brenda, I was texting, um, you know, lost my roommate. Everyone was texting and the coach like, no, she's really sick. She's not faking this time. Cause sometimes I try to hide or not get out of there <laughs> practice. And then I was texting Carlos saying, I don't feel well. Like I have to leave. Um, I'm going to go to the doctor or this and that. And then I found out I was pregnant with Gia or it was crazy. Tell us about the feelings that went into knowing, okay, here I am training with an Olympian and, you know, like I want this dream to come true to be an Olympian myself and now I'm pregnant. What now? It was like, uh, you know, it just felt like when people say your world came crashing down, it honestly did feel like it came crashing down because of all my hard work I put into trying to break two minutes or just the time and the work and just the effort and everything that Brenda and New Balance was doing for me. I felt really bad at the time and I was young too. So I just didn't know what to do or like, you know, how to tell them. So I never told them until Gia came out of my stomach because <laughs> I was still like, yeah, I was so like, I was sad more so than, um, embarrassed or scared because I really did feel like I let Brenda down because she did so much for me on that mountain, you know, and she really did believe in me. But I called my cousin, Nia, Ali, who had a baby and she went through all of it. And then I called my best friends and my sister and lucky I had family there in California. So I left and they were all like, you're pregnant, you're pregnant. We hid it from my uncle, but my cousins <laughs> were like, you're pregnant. I was like, no, I'm not. There's no way. There's no way I'm pregnant. And then I took the test and I was pregnant, but it was kind of a, a bittersweet moment because I just felt at the same time, I was really happy on that mountain, how I was doing, but mm. I've been running track since five years old. So it was just kind of tiring for me where I looked at it as Gia was like, you know, a blessing for God to kind of give me a break mm. and reflect and get all my priorities in line, be appreciative because when I was younger, I I won't say I was a great kid or a great young adult. I was kind of <laughs> mischievous and I would take advantage of things where I feel things do happen for a reason. So I feel it did come at, you know, a good time or a great time for me in my career. But I, I didn't think I was going to get back to running. I didn't. You didn't think so at all? No, I, I wanted it. It was always in the back of my head because I had 
always watch her. I watched on the screen, Brenda's still running and killing it. And then my cousin, after having my little cousin, uh, Titus, still going. So it was always a passion in me to get back. But I did feel kind of like I, I always had that chip on my shoulder that I let everyone down so no one else would give me the time again or, you know, invest in me again because everyone's done so much for me all the time and they thought I, I would always take advantage of the system or take advantage of them. Like the boy who cried wolf. Yeah, man. What a what a challenging and unique situation women are in in regards to that. Because when I hear you say that, I mean, I think of women who are pregnant with their first child in corporate America, even feeling guilty about their maternity leave and just like, oh, my gosh, like we I want more than anything to lift that burden from people so that they don't feel shame. They don't feel guilt. And hearing you say that, it makes me really sad to know that you felt that way, like because you were having a baby that you were disappointing people. Now yeah. looking back three years removed, Gia's three, how does it all settle with you now when you think about how, those feelings that you had at 22? Were you 22, 23? Yes, 22, 23. Um, I look back at it now, um, honestly speaking with Alicia, she's made me feel better about everything and you know, just the platform she has or how she speaks about it. It's just, I'm a mother, like literally the organization is self-explanatory and mother. Mm -hmm. She always like told me, like I literally just um, spoke to Alicia or came in contact with her in the last two months. And it just, it just makes me feel now that um, it's okay to be a mother and to do what I love to do or to work. Um, I shouldn't have a shame in hiding Gia because before I was, and I always did hide Gia off of social media mm. because I didn't want anyone to think that now, you know, you have all the other runners without a child in the 800 or in collegiate and look at me as, oh, she has Gia. So that's all her time or that's, we're not going to get the most out of her because mm. she's a mother now. Where Alicia just show me you can do it in the organization, also the support um, from Kenesha. It's, it's kind of empowering and it makes me feel good now when I do go to practice, when I do run, like I'm not kind of held at a certain standard or I don't hold myself at a standard anymore, what I have to do or because of the brands or the people. Now I kind of feel a little bit more free, you know, when I train or when I go to do certain things because Ann Mother is literally right next to me and just supporting me with what I'm doing. And I just wish that there's just more, um, or just the big brands would just see that, you know, or just invest in the mothers too and just help them with their sports psychologists if they need it, like Ann Mother's doing for me, their weight coach, um, their nutritionist, little things like that. I feel would it be a, a burden or would it hurt their organizations or their brands that much? And I feel at the same time, it's, it's a good deed you're doing for God too, you know, because without the moms, they wouldn't be working or they wouldn't be doing what they're doing, these men and women, you know, so that's all. Yeah. And it's it just hearing you say all that just speaks so powerfully to what Ann Mother is going to do. I mean, big picture. This is I mean, this is launching with you and Sarah and Don. But the fact that there could be someone today listening to you talk that is in the same shoes you were in three years ago this could be a life-altering conversation for them because they could feel how you felt and this could totally change their trajectory. All right, friends, a quick break here to thank Beam for supporting this episode of the podcast. 
I was looking for a hydration line for the longest time and was so excited when I heard about Beam. They have a balance, performance, and recovery electrolyte mix, all very flavorful and delicious, and help me feel more balanced as an athlete. They also have a dream blend. This is a powder blend that you mix with either hot water or milk. I do hot water every night, and it's a warm blend that is a healthy take on hot chocolate, helping your body and mind wind down for the night. Listen, I love my kids, but my favorite part of the day is when they're in bed for the night and I can sit down and I drink this dream blend every single night and I am sleeping better than I've ever slept before. And I wouldn't just say that sleep is very important to me and this has changed the game for me. The product has CBD in it. It is third party tested with no THC in the product. You all can try their hydration line that I highly recommend or the Dream Blend when you go to beamtlc.com and use the code ANOTHER at checkout. That's beamtlc.com. Use the code ANOTHER at checkout. All right, friends, back to my conversation with Alicia Williams. How did Alicia find you? I don't know. I feel she she did probably still see me training at Baylor. Okay. And, you know, that's hard training or hard work she saw was, you know, dedicated or still in shape. Where, you know, I feel they did want to, they picked certain women who are, you know, going to uh, make the brand, you know, speak for itself or look good, you know, and uh, represent them well uh-huh. on the track or get the standards for them for, to, you know, put our name out there or let, you know, everyone know what we're doing and why we're doing it. So she, she saw me on Instagram and okay. she DM me and I was like, Oh my gosh, no, absolutely not in my <laughs> head. Cause I was like, it's another brand or another person just trying to, you know, contact me to run for them and going to hold me to all these standards that I have to do these times. And they're going to give me money. And then if I don't hit this, they're going to take money from me. And I don't do well with pressure, even with on new balancer on the mountain. Brenda was always like, I didn't have a sports psych there, but mm-hmm. at Baylor I did where Brenda was my sports. Uh-huh. Psych. She's like, stop it. You can do this. They're not new balance wants nothing from you. They want things from me. I'm Brenda. You're the little prodigy. Stop like relax. The worst <laughs> thing you can do is just run slow and then we come back again. So yeah. it's just with, um, Alicia, she reached out. She said, Hey, um, I'm a, it's an up and coming organization I have for mothers. I see you're a mother. I just want to uh, support you. I want to be there for you. I just want to help you. I don't know um, your living, um, your lifestyle with training, with track, how it is. Do you need help with this? You know, I was like, why is she reaching out to me? <laughs> why is she reaching out to me and asking me all these things or wanting to just help me with no type of ties or nothing in return mm-hmm. so then of course I called my cousin Nia and I was like Alicia's reaching out to me all she's like Alicia's a smart lady or a great woman in track and field and you know she does what she says all the time she's you know strong-willed driven you know nothing stopped Alicia from accomplishing her goals and dreams so my cousin Nia was like just speak to her Lily give her your time like stop running away you never know what like the door can open or what she's going to want to do for you or you do for her. So I went to the phone and she explained everything to me. And I was like, what? Seriously? She's like, yes. And mother organization, we see you're working hard. We're still, we see you're still trying to chase your dreams and we just want to be, behind. we want to be nice to you and just support you and doing what you do. And I was like, okay, 
Excellent. She told me they have also uh, the support with Kanache, that brand, the maternity um, sports line. And then I checked it out and I was like, oh, this is nice too. Like all the little clothing they have at breastfeeding, you know, while training or while running or um, working out. So I, I said, okay, I'm fine. I'll join. So after my first race back from three years of indoor in Iowa, I opened up a 204. Nice. And it was a lot of things that I, yeah, I, I was happy with it. I wasn't like content with it, uh-huh. but I was happy uh-huh. because I was, my weight was really low. Like I was a hundred pounds. I was stressing about this first race. Like, you know, I wanted to do so well. So now I'm with Ann mother and they're helping sponsor me and they're doing so much for me where I have my nutritionist. Now I have my weight coach. Now I have, um, uh, my sports psych now, and it's so far so good. So I hope when I open up the first week in April, I see a little like, you know, little time coming down off my 204. What's the, the race? Farm. What's the race in April? I have the 800 at um, Michael Johnson at Baylor. Okay. So uh, I have my teammate going to run with me, Aaliyah. So I'm hoping that I just run better than a 204 or faster. Of course, I want the standard, but, you know, little steps is good. And, you know, they're not forcing me to do anything crazy or they're not holding any pressure on me. They're just really happy I'm out there and competing. And for those listening, the standard in the 800 is 159.50. So that's what you're after. Yeah, I'm after that. That's the standard for the team. But I know the trial standard is a 202. Oh, it's 202. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what, like if it's 2022 or 2027, where that's a huge difference, you know, in the track. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just trying to hit my 202 mark and then everything else will come because I just know my mind just that 202 I just have to get I just have, have to break that barrier 202 and then I know 159 or breaking two is in reach I tried to sound all smart with that 159 uh fact and then it's like you were wrong it's 202 Lindsay. no 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 that's fine because that is <laughs> to make the team like the actual Olympic team where that is what is but to in get my to mind. the trials you have to it's do 202 okay um I am so excited for you I'm curious Alicia sought you out. She saw you training at Baylor. So before she reached out, you were obviously back to training and working hard. So you weren't with New Balance anymore, Brenda's group. You have little Gia. What was your mindset then? So um, I trained with Coach Todd Harbor. He's the head coach at Baylor. And he's honestly like my father since Mm -hmm. he's um, been coaching me since my freshman year here. And he knows how I am with the brands are just certain type of, um, I don't know how to say it. He knows I should just, he just wanted to train me without any sponsorships, mm-hmm. without any brand. So I'm very focused and that he could get the best out of me because he knows that Gia is my life in my world because any little thing Gia does, I get, you know, off track where if Gia falls, I just like Gia fell today. If G- the nanny calls me, Gia's crying at home. I'll like start panicking at practice or, you know, I'm for I'm a new mother and everyone tells me like the second child it'll go away they their head in you so I put some ice on it where I'm a nervous wreck with Gia wreck with Gia because I just you know I want my baby to be okay all the time so Coach Harbor was just um, letting me know like we're gonna stay focused um, you're gonna get your standard for trials and then we'll take it from there so he was just coaching me since the fall to be in shape and be ready if I wanted to compete or if I didn't want to compete because at the same time he was helping me out with my resume because I do want to coach in the future something that you know leave open you never know if you know a program won't ask me to coach because of my resume and what I've done to help out with Aaliyah here Mm. and you know at the same time I'll be in shape if I did want to compete 
So that was the goal is just to, you know, stay in shape, uh, try to break two minutes if I wanted to compete. And if I didn't want to compete, just be here to help coach with Leah. What are you most excited about with the partnership with Ann Mother? I'm excited to show all those um, mothers out there or um, just all those normal um, people out there or um, other brands and uh, young adults that you can do what you want to do as a mother or what you put your mind to and your hard work and your time. It, it's okay. Like you can accomplish whatever you want to accomplish with the support or, you know, with just the focus. But at the same time for Ann Mother, what I want to do is I want to make the trials for them to show them that they're right. Ann Mothers can make it. We mm. can do it. And we don't need to have a glass ceiling or we don't need to be told that we have to take a break or we're not strong enough or where our time isn't enough, is we don't have enough time on the clock or, you know, with being a mother. That's mainly it. I just honestly want to make them proud because of what they're doing for me is just a blessing, you know. What would you say to, um, you know, I'm picturing Alicia standing, you know, in your living room or your kitchen or wherever it is, holding your like three month old baby thinking, what now? (laughs) And just knowing also the weight of those postpartum hormones and how that feels. What would you say knowing now what you know to that version of yourself? Um, Time will tell. Just, you know, don't be so hard on yourself. Um, Don't think about what others think of you. Do what you feel is best for yourself or what makes you happy or just what you want to do, you know, because not everyone has the support and love that I have or had. But at the same time, we have so many opportunities now in life and the platforms for women is very like open or very broad we can accomplish anything we want because it seems like women do stick together nowadays and we we're not our own lane but it's good that we do empower one another one another and it's just I just would tell myself just relax Mm -hmm. just take one day at a time like don't put these type of standards or pressure on yourself because of what other people who are your age are doing or what they're doing yeah just relax that's good advice um, what does the tattoo on your arm say? Oh, this is my grandmother. So I lost. You're going to make me cry. Oh, it's okay. I've cried many times on this podcast. <laughs> my um, grandmother and my grandfather are the biggest support system. And just when I went, it was hard because, you know, after having Gia, I had my fifth year left for school and my grandmother put so much time, money and effort into me growing up, private schools, you know, always having to drive me or fly me back and forth to Texas because I miss my family so much all the time. New York and Texas are so different. Mm, I bet. And yeah, my my senior year, um, that's when Brenda said, come train with me on the mountain. And I had another year of school to go to graduate to get my degree in corporate communication and my grandmother and my mother's side of the family is very big on education and my father's side of the family is big on athletics mm. so when Brenda gave me that opportunity or that chance to go I was like you know young forget school I'm not going back to school because I didn't have Gia so then I told my grandmother my grandpa and then I thought my grandma was going to be upset but she gifted me with this really nice watch and she was like you did your four years in your time at Baylor on that track. Like I'm proud of you regardless. So 
then I had Gio, so then I thought I let her down when I was on the mountain, too, and I was going to reach two minutes in having Gio. But then Coach Harbor called me that summer, and he said, uh, the scholarship is still here for you. Um, come back. You can still get your degree, and I'll still train you. And that was um, – 2018 fall and then going into 2019 when Gia wasn't a year old yet and I was like I still have Gia coach and he was like it's okay like you know you know how your family is you'll get a sitter which I did her dad at the time eventually started helping me out to get a sitter for her and Cobra would tell me bring her to the track sometimes if the sitter was running late and he would help with her so uh, this is a quote from my grandmother because right before I was going to graduate she passed in March and her only, her, her biggest, um, dream or what she, all she wanted me to do was to walk this stage and graduate for her and for myself, of course. But she said, you have Gia now, you need the piece of paper, you need the degree. The degree matters a lot in life. Like your talent, everything will, you know, be fine, but that degree. So I got my degree for her, but she was a poet and she wrote poems for me sometimes. Really. And it was, um, this one saying, Making graceful strides, her feet seem to almost take to the air in flight. And it says, yeah. Mm. yeah. And then down here is, um, I put my grandfather's name, Gary Cooper Banks. And he was a Navy SEAL. And I love that about him. Because, you know, they say Navy SEALs are smooth, hard work, the nice guys in the military and all that. So I put his anchor there and then a rose for my grandmother. Because my grandpa got my grandmother roses every week. Oh, what a beautiful story. Yeah, so she'll be so proud of me. That's why it's happy tears, because if it was sad tears, she'd be like, why are you crying? Your head is going to hurt. Your makeup is going to run. It makes no sense. <laughs> so it's happy tears. Wow. Your grandma will be proud. She is proud. Yeah. Everyone tells me that. Today I went, or I practiced, or I finished practice, and my coach is like my dad, Coach Harbor, because you see the time he put into me, the effort. He cared about me graduating more so than running on the track. He was like, you need to get this degree, and especially now you have Gia, where not a lot of coaches, you know, care about the child getting, or the athlete getting the degree. It's like, once you're done your four years on that track, it's like, okay, you're on your own, or you know, you did what you wanted to do. You made that decision to not come back or to finish, where he reached out to me and called me and said, it's a big deal, and it's going to be a pretty big deal when you do walk that stage with Gia. And he said, Nana's really proud of you after and I was like, stop it. You're gonna make He's like, no, seriously, she's so proud of you. Because that was my disciplinary, too. He would call her all the time when I was acting up because that's the only person who could get through to me. <laughs> yeah, because you're yeah. from New York City. Why did you choose to go to Baylor? I did not choose to go to Baylor. My dad <laughs> and my coach chose for me to go to Baylor. Yeah. <laughs> it was, um, it's a blessing, though, because look at me now. I was, uh, I ran at the Armory Invite my senior year and I, I split 207 or 206 and then the next day I ran open and I got third and ran in 207 and all these schools were coming up to me on the, when I was sitting on the floor and giving my dad and the coach the card Tennessee JJ Clark um, Georgetown um, Miami Villanova like Harvard Ivy Leagues everyone like the list went on and coming from the private school in Long Island I came from, all my friends were going Ivy League or to East Coast or West Coast schools or just Florida and Miami. No, like, kind of, you know, Midwest or down South schools. So I did not know what Baylor was or what a Baylor was. And all I remember is Coach Hart, um, the 400-meter Michael Johnson's coach, um, slapping my neck. was like, oh, you got a great athlete. She's a pretty runner. And then her, him and Coach Howard was like, she's a really pretty runner, meaning my stride and just how I look very relaxed. And then my dad was like, yeah, 
because my dad was a runner mm. and he wanted me to go to Baylor because that's where he wanted to go his whole life because of Michael Johnson and Jeremy Warner, Sonia, like all the Olympians came out of there. So as soon as Baylor passed him the card, my dad's like, you're going to Baylor. I was like, what is a Baylor? I'm not going to Baylor. I don't even know where that school is. And then after the home visit, Coach Harbor did um, leave an impact on my dad. And he was like, I'll take care of her like a daughter. Like, you won't have to worry. And then he said, long runs. And that's all my coach and my dad cared about at the time because they know I was a distance base runner. Or okay. I needed distance. And, you know, being young and dumb, I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, I don't need distance. 400, 200 all day. And they were <laughs> like, no, you're going to Baylor. So then signing day, they made me go to Baylor. And it, they were right. Like, it was the great decision for me because I wouldn't be here where I am because they care to mold me as a person where certain schools just care about the athlete more than the person. And I can say the track and field program did help mold me who I am today in a good way. You know, they're they're great people, all of them on staff. Coach Ford, Coach Stacy, Coach Hart, Alex the trainer, Brokay, like they're good people. I love hearing stories like that. It's so wonderful. Yeah. Oh, it's hilarious though. You little rebellious kid not wanting to go to yeah. Baylor and <laughs> not going to Baylor. And they're like, yes, you are going to Baylor. I did not want to sign those papers. Like, I did not want to go. Even my grandmother was fighting for me. Oh, she, she was. was. Like, you guys did it. Yes, because she always felt like you guys didn't put in the hard work and the time that Alicia was doing on the track. Like, I was, you know, sure. we would wake up while I was in high school before I signed to Baylor. And before I ran my fast time, my dad was having us do two mile runs, rain, snow, anything where it's like, he always told me the time will come when you can choose any school you want. This is why you're doing this and the hard work, you know, where he was right. I was able to choose any school that I did want to go to. But when the time came and he saw Baylor was interested, he was like, no, you're going to Baylor. And I was like, okay, whatever. I had no say in that. My grandma was like, you can't do this to this girl because I ran to her house and told all my parents. And then my dad, my grandma told him, like, you can't do this, but then she explained, he explained to her why Baylor is the best fit for me, and she just, she didn't say anything to me. She's just like, you have to listen to your parents. I'm not your parents. I'm your grandma. So I was like, okay. But they were right. Did you grow up in the city, like in New York City? No. So I grew up in Queens. Okay. In Long Island. Okay. So only the city was over the weekends because my grandma did live in the city. Okay. So I would, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I would be in there, in the city, and then I would take the Long Island Railroad out to Queens where my mother lived because my parents were divorced. And then Monday through Friday was on Long Island because that's where my high school was. Okay. Because they had the indoor track. My dad saw that indoor track being built at St. Anthony's. He was like, you're going to St. Anthony's. I was like, where is St. Anthony's? And he's like, on Long Island. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, I am so excited for, you know, watching you and – I need a list of all the races you're going to do so I know where you're going to be so we can cheer for you. I'll let you know. No, I appreciate this time. Yeah. So I always wrap up with these end of the podcast questions and I mentioned to them in the email, but what is something professionally or personally that you'd like to do that you haven't done yet? Professionally, again, was to be um, a couples therapist. That's what I really would love to do because I help all my friends and family with their relationships from 50 to 60 year olds to literally my age people. And they do listen to me and I feel like it is good advice because what I tell them, it does you know help their relationships, never hinders them. And uh, again, a DJ, 
I just want to be a, um, a DJ once or um, just for a big rave like Electric Daisy or Zoo. So Gia could just be like, you know, backstage with me dancing, having fun because <laughs> we love music. I feel music just helped raise me. You know, I live through music. I feel the same way about music. And I do not understand people that aren't music people. I'm just, I like live and breathe it. And there's just something that it does to my soul and just everything where I've like, I, I feel like I'm like, I don't know. I, I feel more in the moment when yes. I have music. I try not to tap into the feelings of certain songs, but you know, lyrics can really take you into moments of your life, what you've been through or what you've gone through. And sometimes that does help me to, you know, let go of the past or keep pushing or keep going or, it's okay, you've done this because look at all of them. All the musicians are really successful. Even if they're not happy, they still are hard workers and they still get the things done what they're doing. So I feel music is always the answer for me all the time. Who is someone fun, motivating, or inspiring you'd like to have coffee, tea, or a cocktail with? I feel you already know this because I said her name like 10 times. <laughs> Miley Cyrus. <laughs> I love that so much. I am obsessed with Miley Cyrus ever since Hannah Montana days, just on the screen. Like she's just always been that, um, I guess that, uh, alter ego of mine that I had, but you know, normal kids or everyday kids who aren't on the TV screen can't be bubbly all the time, happy all the time. And, you know, running around all the time, how she was back then. So I would always watch the show and see how just full of energy she was and never was stopped or told to sit down, how I was always sit down, relax, sit down, relax. So I, I looked at it as that. And then as she got older, or as she evolved in life, I noticed no matter what she was after Disney, she stayed true to herself or who she felt she wanted to be and didn't care the criticism or what people said, not saying everything she does is good. And she does. She is always behind good movements for empowering women, for, you know, um, animals, environmental. I, the list will go on about Miley. I can talk about Miley for days but I just love that with her she just stayed true to herself and what she wanted to do in life and it did get her far and it it seems like she's happy and like she always says when she does something on tv it doesn't define who she is it just makes us talk about it for days to keep her relevant and that's her job what is to do she's like my job is to be an entertainer and everyone does get that mixed up when all my friends and family call my phone you look up to this girl look at her acting crazy i was like but you guys don't know her i don't know her but she tells us all the time uh -huh. she's doing things for a reaction you just call my phone we got the reaction she wanted exactly uh what's your favorite so, yeah. miley song um as cliche as it sounds the climb because on the mountain those workouts, man, they will push me to a whole different level that I had to tap into. And the climb literally just takes you through it. Like, you know, you can almost see it. The dream you're dreaming might be upside down. You know, the climb lyrics, if you look at it or if you guys read it, the climb will like make you feel that you can get it done. Like they're always doubters. They're always people going to say you can't accomplish what you won't. They'll always be yourself, always in the way. But hard work and dedication and love, you will overcome. I love that. So that's the Yeah, and it, it that is true about that that song. It's like sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so corny, but it's so true. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so corny, but I'll literally sit back and I'll listen to it, and it's everything that my grandma installed in me in a song. You yeah, know? so I'm like, no, she's right. My, I think mm -hmm. that my favorite Miley song is "Wrecking Ball." Yeah, I love that song too. That I was going through a relationship and that got me through a relationship yes. too. Where I was like a really bad one and she helped me like, no. Nah. Like 
God, it was, you did everything you can. It was that other person where uh-huh. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not alone in this. I'm not alone in this. What do you do when you're in a, I always think about this though, like when songs like that come in and I'm in a good relationship, you know, and it's like, how do I let that song affect my life now? Because I want to feel that song. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I pick the moments in the car by myself to listen to it. Like I won't play it around uh-huh. because, you know, my friends know and my family knows music is everything to me. So I try to not play like songs like that from her because <laughs> only my songs, I left it to me. <laughs> um, okay. And then lastly, what is your last message that you want to leave with our audience today? Um, just, you know, live life to the fullest. Like everyone says, when you're young, you know, try to find what makes you happy or what you want to do, your purpose or, you know, what what you feel you love and don't try to just always do things for the people around you to make them happy or to, you know, uh, how can I say this? Just do it for yourself. In the moment, if you felt what you wanted to do was right, that's what you felt was right and what you wanted to do, just do it. And if you look back and you say, or it wasn't good or it wasn't the best outcome, at least you can say you did it. At least you can say, life I I made mistakes you know I learned from them you know just take it as a lesson you know don't take it as this is who I am you know just take each day at a time and just you know try to find who you really are in comparison is the root of evil nowadays with social media or certain things I just try to try to stay focused on myself or bettering me or what's going to make me and Gia and my family, you know, what's going to make us happy and what's going to keep us great in the future or good. So just don't compare yourselves to anyone. Just do what you feel is best for you and what you are genuinely passionate about. I love that. And you know, I'm talking to another mom when she's not even faced that there's a child like crawling on my back. <laughs> no, <laughs> I want to say hi. Russell, say hi. So bad, but I do not. You know, hi. okay. <laughs> Thank you. It was nice. It was no, really nice. yeah, I thought it was super fun, and I'm I'm just really excited for you and, and what your future holds. Thank you so much, and I'll I'll message you for my up and coming races because I have yes, I I'm going to try to do four races before to get my trial standard. So oh, awesome. I'll let you know. But thank you so much. Okay, good luck. Thank you. Have a great week. You too. Bye bye. Right, bye. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for being here today. Thank you, Alicia, for coming on the show. You all can learn more about And Mother when you go to andmother underscore org. You can follow Alicia, oh baby wow, on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram. I am Lindsay Hine, 626 over there. I'm also on Twitter, at Lindsay Hine. And on Facebook, I'll have another podcast with Lindsay Hine. Listen, if you find me on Twitter, I'm going to read to you my most recent tweet. There needs to be a massive outcry in our country to move our bodies. Go move your body for 30 minutes today and then do it again tomorrow. Okay? Those are the kinds of things I tweet, I guess, if you want to follow me over there. Don't forget to check out that Mother's Day Your Way event for the Donna Foundation. When you register, you are directly supporting the Donna Foundation, and that helps people walking through breast cancer. Go to MD ww.breastcancermarathon.com to get registered and support the Donna Foundation. And if you're looking to up your hydration game, your electrolyte game, and your sleep game, go to beamtlc.com and use the code another at checkout. 
All right. And one last thing. I do want to let you all know. I have a Patreon page. If you are interested in supporting this podcast and getting bonus extra content from me, I actually put episodes out every single Wednesday on Patreon. So we have episodes with my husband, Glenn, episodes with Lauren Flores, who is the host of the Up and Running podcast, also in the Sandy Boy Network. I do a community interview every week where I interview a member of the Patreon community, one of the supporters. And we also do live Q&As once a month, hoping that there is lots of great information over there to choose from and episodes to choose from so that if you support the show, you are getting bang for your buck over there. And I truly appreciate anyone who is supporting. Thanks so much for being here today. Have a wonderful Friday, a great rest of your weekend. And as always, I will see you next Friday.